What's up, Meshbuka? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Jewish Matchmaking Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife, co-host, resident Gentile. It's the one only Teresa out there. Uh, hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? How's that? You sounded like me at the altar at my bar mitzvah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hold on. That's the same song you sing at Kanuka. Oh, yeah. They all start the same. <laughs> <laughs> is it supposed they all, to be yeah. the same song? No, it was a prayer, first of all. But all the prayers that I know start. How many do you know? Two. The Beret Peri Hagafen, the one over the wine. And uh, we never do that. Hanukkah. Yeah. You know, those are the greatest hits. I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. I sometimes do it. I don't sing the song. I just light up the candle. You sing the song. Yeah. You know, one day I feel like you should learn. Yeah. Maybe I, feel I like, will. I feel like I should learn. Usually the first night of Hanukkah every year, I have to pop open Google and be like, let me just run through this real quick to make sure I know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then the subsequent nights, I'm pretty good. But I think we could take a little time out of our day and learn it. Can we? What podcast are we going to draw? <laughs> You're still supposed to learn Czech. That's very true. For this closure, my parents are coming to visit us in a few months. Ahoy. Ahoy. And that's where it begins and ends with you. What are you talking about? Okay, you can speak a little more, but I feel like you always say you will learn and you're so good when you do. I agree. I, I know. I need to get back to make it. it your, make it your goal. Do 10 minutes a day. I'm serious. I know. I know. It was so much easier in New York. You do it on the subway. Also, yeah, we weren't also podcasting. We podcast, yeah. Well, we, well, what do we do with all of our free well, time? We tried podcasting, but that's true. A lot of woo. you guys, a lot of you guys know that story. The story about um, Ep- why is nobody why is nobody talk, talking about this? Episode one, Wolverines. <laughs> episode two. Well, there was no episode two. It was supposed to be Almond Flower, but we didn't. <laughs> See what you guys are missing by not listening to us sooner. We didn't get that far. No. I don't even know if we ever posted. Oh, no, we did post it. <laughs> yeah, we did. I don't we think took, anyone ever listened to it. We took it down. Um, I hope we have a copy. We do. I made sure when we took it down that we had a copy. Yeah, we have a copy, but it's um, we just didn't want it to be out there. Cause, uh, <laughs> it's, not our, it's not our best podcasting. Maybe one day, if we ever make it far, we can sell it. You're always, you're always looking to make a quick buck over there, Teresa. <laughs> and I love just, how you want to sell things that nobody wants. I would call it the humble beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we are for our Jewish matchmaking episode six. This has been such a fun series. I'm so glad we decided to do this. Oh, my gosh. So good. It's the perfect length episode. You get some that are 27 minutes, some that are 32. It doesn't go on and on. You have interesting new characters. You don't drag stories on. I love it. It's and been great. The overwhelming amount of support we got from you guys and all the messages that I still need to respond to because they've been coming. They've been coming and I really want to take my time and put my thoughts into what I'm saying. And it was slow to start. At first I was like, oh, why is nobody? But it exploded. It exploded. exploded. We have so many of you guys, so many of you. It's I love it on the Patreon, on, on Instagram. I love, love, love all the love for this show. Jews and Gentiles alike yeah. are, are loving our coverage of Jewish matchmaking. So thank you guys for letting us know, for calling in and shouting it out. Because, yeah, the first episode we dropped it and we thought, let's see what happens. 
And then and then you guys answered the call. So thank you. Yes, and I did give a shout out to one of our friends last time, and I didn't mention the name, but I feel like I should because she asked. She was like, "Was it about She's me?" She's a member of the tribe. I'm like, absolutely. It was Amy. Shout out to Amy who dropped a lot of knowledge on me, which I really appreciated because John didn't know that. <laughs> and so thank I'm you. I'm trying Amy. my best over here. And I'm shouting you out now. I wasn't sure if it was okay about her. I'm doing it. All right. Shout <laughs> so, it out. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you f- to all of you guys. And all of you who messaged us. All of you who dropped a lot of knowledge. Because mm-hmm. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. And yeah. John is like, damn, I should have known that. <laughs> the best way to drop the knowledge is to call in on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. So follow us there. Call in on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. You can also call in direct line on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married Reality. We're covering Love and Paradise over there. It's a very good season. Oh, my gosh. So if you want even more content, Patreon.com slash Married Reality. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot. As these new singles. Oh, yeah. Because we get, we're getting some new peeps. Keeping it real fresh. Yeah, Smash yeah. Like it's as hot as those new singles. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love and we love when you leave a review. You can rate, you can write. If you write something and you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the Monday Night Podcast, the 90 Day Fiance Podcast. Yeah, share the love. All right. Let's get into it. I want to talk about this show, and I really want to talk about it because, as you said, Therese, we got some fresh faces this episode. New peeps. New peeps, new singles. Who dis? It's Nakisha, 25, from Kansas. Yes. And there's a lot of things that make Nakisha unique, and we'll get into those, especially in the Jewish community. One of those things, obviously, Jews a minority. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's 2% of the population are Jewish. There's an even smaller percentage that Nakisha falls into, and that's Jews who are black. Don't let Jabri hear this podcast. It's going to give him an idea for a new band, Black Jews, probably. For, <laughs> it's like black serves, are, black serves are so 2021. For those who don't get the reference, we're talking about Jabri from the 90 Day Fiance, the original. Jib- Was it? Was the OG, mm, yeah. Jabri and Miona. Yes. Yes, who's Serbian, black serves. Yeah. Yeah. Black Jews, uh, Jabri's new band. <laughs> we'll see next season. But yes, Nikisha. Okay, so because she's she's unique in this way, she gets fetishized. Oh yeah, oh people. A, a lot of guys see, oh, well, this is different. This is unique, and they fetishize her. And I don't know if that's solely the reason, but that's definitely a part of the reason. She's been unlucky in love. Yeah, and she says a lot of people are surprised that I'm Jewish because I'm black. And then they fetishize is asking me if I have a big booty, which right. is so wrong. Right. People are such assholes. Yeah. Not all of them, but some of them clearly. But that's not stopping Nakisha. She's a young, confident woman, and she wants love. She wants the love she deserves. And here comes Aliza. Yes, Aliza pays Nakisha and her mom, Julie, a visit. So, Julie, mom is Jewish, right? We all know that in in Jewish tradition, if your mom is Jewish, you are Jewish, and yes. so and so that is the case here. And when Eliza pays a visit, Nikisha's first question is, "Have you ever worked with more Reformed Jews?" And I have a question for you. Please, are you a Reformed Jew or not? Yeah. 
If I had to classify myself, I would say reformed. Does reform mean that once upon a time you were a little more religious, meaning you went to Hebrew school and all that, but then you got older and you decided for yourself that it's more more of a cultural thing? No. And so what is it? No, it's just there, there's reform, there's conservative, there's orthodox. You don't have to be a more intense version to then reform yourself and and become reformed, you could start reformed. So that's the category you would put yourself in. You got that right. Okay, let's get into the rundown because every single we meet, they have that list, that list of requirements, and Nikisha's got a few. Oh, yeah, she, let's just put it this way. At 25 years old, she knows what she wants. She knows what she wants, and that's that starts with the age. She's 26. She's looking for a man somewhere between 26 and 33. Yes, and okay. So the opening scene that we didn't mention, it was N- Nakisha riding in on a badass motorcycle. Boom, boom. And we found out that's a family tradition. So like her dad was riding, her mom's riding, she's riding, and she wants someone who would be riding motorcycles. And if they don't, she wants someone who's okay with her riding her motorcycle and bringing her kids into this lifestyle because that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And and then she goes on to say she also wants someone who is okay with guns. Yeah. And not me. She just means in a way like, I want to have a gun in the home to protect our, us if anything was going to happen. Yes. Um... Right, right there. Just those two things, guns and motorcycles. I think Elisa's got her work cut out for her because you don't see too many men riding up to Temple on Friday night on their Harleys <laughs> with a six shooter on their hips. So good luck, Elisa. Yeah. And then we move on to the visual. So Nakisha would like someone who is like physically fit. Yes. And she mentions like, I'm confident in my body. I'm not changing for anyone. I want someone who accepts me the way I am. And if anyone's going to be fed in the relationship, that's going to be me. Yeah. And I loved it. Uh, okay. I, I appreciate her sentiment. But when she goes, I'm not living for a guy. I'm living for myself. That may be why you're single. You need to live. If you have a partner, you need to consider them. In the way you live. You do, but I think he meant in a way, I live for myself too. You live for yourself. But once you meet someone, it makes sense. You kind of blend in and then you live for multiple people. Like I live for you, but I still live for myself. Does it make sense? It does. But when we met, from the minute we met, you made and I made a conscious decision to... Compromise? Be open-minded? What did you compromise on? Well, even little things like where are you going to go to dinner? Are you going to, what movie are you going to watch? Are we going to travel to this place? You compromise. It's not just like, well, I want to go here and do this and eat that. Yeah, but I feel like it comes with, first of all, it comes with time. Second of all, it comes with how compatible you are. And luckily, I have to knock it. We have a very similar interest, similar taste. None of us has any crazy food preferences, although you had to get there. You were just a very simple burger and fries guy when I met you. And so we got lucky in this sense. But I think like what she means is that when we met, you know, I, I have blonde hair and green eyes. And it's not like we started dating. You're like, you know, it's like I, would, I think like if you like dye your hair brown, like I would, I would look much better. 
I think that's what she means. She doesn't want to change for anyone. She wants someone who's going to accept her the way she is without a guy coming and be like, hey, maybe you should you should not wear bright colors. It doesn't look good on you. Then that's fine. Yeah, that's I think fine. that's what she was saying. Okay, if that's where she's at, then I support it. Mother Julie steps in and says, you know, when we're young, we think it's all about the physical attraction, but we want beauty on the inside and out. So I think Mother Julie may be a little bit on my side with what I'm saying here. Like, yes, stop. It's not all about the physical. It's not, she says she doesn't want a bald guy, right? Yeah. Maybe it's okay. Be open-minded. Oh, for sure. And I feel like you can have your own list of what you want, but then... As you said, yes, be open-minded because the list continues. Oh, yeah, it keeps going. As you said, she's like, please, I want someone with hair. Also, no locals. I don't like living in Kansas City. No Kansas City, please. I want to go elsewhere. Maybe ideally Florida, maybe California. Like, I'm open. Also, Latino Jews are good-looking, and the list (laughs) keeps going, going. So, Aliza is like, you know what? I think it's good that you're open to move anywhere because that gives us more options right if, when if it comes you, down to her list if you had to find this motorcycle riding gun toting jew in kansas with hair with hair <laughs> at least it would be out of business yeah it's a long list it's the longest list we've seen like, if you guys don't watch the show they they kind of like scribble it out yeah. on screen as the person is listing it and this list almost went to the bottom of the screen but i get it she's a unique person Yes. Right. From being a black Jew to being a motorcyclist to being a gun, a gun carrying Jew. Right. She's unique. And so her list is unique, too. Yeah. And and that's fine, because then we get the scene of like Aliza's calling her and Aliza's like, I have a guy for you, but bear with me. He's not from Kansas. Check. He's a teacher. Check. But he's bald Uh-oh. with a beard and he's 38. So there are like two red flags that Nakisha said no to, but Aliza's asking her, hey, be open-minded. Like, I think you should go on a date and see for yourself. And Nakisha agrees. And I feel like that's what matters. Sure. Like, you can have a list, but if someone thinks, aka your matchmaker thinks, that there is a potential with someone who is not exactly as you as you ask for, but give it a, give him a shot and you agree, that's great. Yeah. And so very quickly, we saw just the start of the date. They yeah. went to a roller rink. I would uh, love to go. Can you take me? We can go to a roller rink. We've been to ice rinks before, but yeah. sure, we can. I would like to do the roll, do like the two and two. Roller skate. Oh, yeah. Versus roller blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they went to a roller rink. Ryan is the guy. He looks like a healthier Noah. I feel like healthier from, Noah. Like he's a more filled out Noah from, oh, yeah, from Jackson yeah, yeah. Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's where the date ends. We didn't we didn't get to see him tear up the rink. But, Until tomorrow. But maybe next time. Yeah. All right. So that is Nikisha. Next one on the list is our girl Faye. Who is on her second date with Shia. Yes. That first date was great. Yeah. We saw, we felt it, they vibed it. And so they go on the second day to an ice cream shop, and this show is going to make everyone think that Jews love ice cream because we saw uh, Danny yeah. go to the ice cream shop. Now we have Faye at the ice cream shop. Jews are notoriously lactose intolerant. Really? You you love ice cream <laughs> on a vacation. But when I did the 23andMe, the same thing that told me that I'm 95 or 8% Ashkenazi, it also told me that I'm 
lactose intolerant. And you are, but Just you're not bit. not to the point that it would give you issues, like health issues. No, and yes, I think there's a large percentage of Jews who are lactose intolerant, but it's not like you lick an ice cream cone and then you spend the next two days in the bathroom. I think it's varying degrees. And, yeah. And I'm on the I'm on the least impacted end of the spectrum. Yes. And I assume this is a kosher ice cream place, right? Yeah. Because I feel like they both are orthodox. You cannot just roll into Ben and Jerry's. Although I think Ben and Jerry's is kosher. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they have like some, yeah, I'm pretty sure because I remember a lot of a lot of those au pairs I talked about used to bring kids to Ben and Jerry's and a lot of them lived with um, religious families. Huh, okay. But don't quote me on this. Yeah, we won't quote you on that. So they're having their ice cream. Shia's mom calls and he answers it while they're having this date. Which I found a little rude. I wouldn't do that if my mom called. Sorry, mom, but I, I might text you well, on the table. Well, he said, my mom, this is the third time she's calling me. What I thought was rude was that he he called his mom back and he's like, mom, like I'm on a date. Can I call later? She's like, how should I know that you're on a date? And I feel like... Oh, come them, on. The whole neighborhood knows. Yeah. And for them, that it's a, it's such a tradition that before even go on a date, the moms kind of have to like yeah. th- check on, on the other family. How come his mom didn't know? Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I think mom knew and, and was checking in. Maybe Shia said, mom, give me a call. And if I need an out, I'll answer. Yeah. But, but he, Faye goes like, ouch. He did. Because he said one thing. He goes... When he calls his mom, he's like, I'm on a date, mom. It's it's one and done, though. I'll call you back. I didn't know why he said it was one and done. And even Faye picks up on it. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, this is the second date already. How could it be one and done? But maybe that was, you could start to see the cracks in this relationship. Well, the cracks in the relationship come down to the level of religious. And because they both like each other a lot. Faye says, oh my gosh, I'm laughing so hard. My abs hurt, even though I worked out in the morning. It's just, it's a great workout. But she's I think like, that's why her abs hurt. Probably. They sore from the morning and then laughing <laughs> triggered it. But they seem to like each other, like each other's company. They, they definitely look cozy and good together. But Faye is looking for someone with the same level of religiousness mm-hmm. as she has. Like she wants someone who prays three times a day, like her dad, like her brothers. Like she wants that in her family. Sometimes who supports her studies of the Torah. Yeah. And, and Shia comes right out and says, oh, I'm not a learning boy. He's like, yeah. I like working. I like having a good time, but I'm not a learning boy. And... So he's not ready to study the Torah. He's not ready to pray multiple times a day. And I, I, I had to say this, and maybe it's going to come out wrong, but I feel like he's looking for more of a this type of relationship because of his family. Like when it comes down to himself, I can see him hitting the clubs on the weekend and doing whatever he wants. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah. He, he clearly doesn't want to invest himself more no. into... The religion. So. I'm also curious if he wears his yarmulke on a daily basis. Huh. Because like what he says about how he feels, I don't I don't know. I feel like people who wear yarmulkes on a daily basis are definitely more serious about Judaism. Yeah, Correct I don't know. me if I'm wrong. I mean, I only wore it at temple or at events like a yeah, funeral. Or- you never wore it on a date with me. No, I mean, I, that would have gotten you too excited, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been uncomfortable for everyone around us. So that's the only reason I didn't wear it. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think people have different reasons for wearing their yarmulkes. And 
he he all we've seen is him wearing it, correct? Yes. So and, I would imagine he wears it yeah. on a daily basis. But then we see him talking to his rabbi and kind of telling him about the David Fay and about how they are on the different levels. Yeah. Yeah, he says she's great, but she wants me to daven three times a day with a minion, and which daven is pray. Okay. Minion group of fellow Jews. Okay. Ten, ten Jews, you got to have a minion to pray. Um, wait, 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 wait. When you say minion, I think the rest of the world who knows nothing about this gonna picture those little yellow thingies from the cartoon movies. Yeah, no, a minion. It's a group of. 10 at least Jewish males. Um, it represents like a community, like a community of Israel. And that's so how you pray? You need, yes, the minimum 10 oh, Jews. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the other thing with bar mitzvahs. Once you are bar mitzvahed, you can be part of the minion. Oh. Otherwise, if you're an 11 year old little Jewish boy and you are the 10th in the room, that doesn't count because you haven't been bar mitzvahed. You're not an adult. Male. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Can I ask you this? Do you get? Do you do your bar mitzvah on your birthday? No. Okay. No, mine was in April. Okay. So. So a month. A month after. Or so after. Yeah. Um. So the rabbi says, well, you know, a lot of guys marry up spiritually. So she seems to be more invested in the religion than you are. But a lot of guys marry up, and she's like, well, I don't want them to look down on me. He he does think he is a bit of a Jewish bad boy. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to like say that, but I'm a I'm a little Jewish bad boy. <laughs> yeah, and I get his point because he's like, well, I want to be accepted for who I am now, not for who I can become. And I get that. And he sure. almost that's why it seems unless like- you want to become that, and and you choose this relationship because she's going to help me get there. Yeah. I feel like Shia is doing all this because of his family. Yeah. But deep down, like he's not seeing himself be praying a couple of times a day. I think he wants to be more of a ref- reformed, reformed Jew. I, I, I Maybe not all the way, but know. more on that end of things than Faye, who's an Orthodox Jew and who wants that. She wants that life. She wants that lifestyle. She wants that from her partner. And, that's why they decided that it's not going to work. They went on three dates. I can't believe this, honestly, I know, that, it, it, that it ended so soon. It sucks. But three days for them means, all right, uh, about to get engaged soon. True. Right? And they didn't feel it. And I felt it was Faye who basically said, hey, that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has some growing to do if that's where he wants to be. But I can't wait for that. Yeah. Right. They're fast tracking it. Yeah. And right, they're not going to wait around and hope yeah. that maybe this turns into something. Which that is I want. great. I feel like there's <gasps> so many people out there and we're going to meet one of them in, um, in a little later who have a hard time saying, oh, that's not going to work out. And they might stretch the relationship to two yeah. or three years. Oh and okay. so good for them. Yeah. They're not wasting any time. Now, best of luck to yes. you guys. All right. Next single. Noah. It's the OG Noah because we're going to meet another Noah in the future. Yes. This is the original Noah. He's got a date with Ophir. Yes. And so it's the Noah from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yes. But they're on a date in, it seemed like it's in Miami. This looked like the same bar that Harmony had a date at. This felt like that Del Rey bar. Ooh, you're right. I was thinking that someone was there. I think that it. They didn't say Delray. They didn't say Miami. No, but Delray is like near Miami. Yeah, but that lobby bar looks yeah. very familiar. Yeah, but 
Ophir looks like a um, potential awesome match for Noah because they meet and they hit it off right away. Yeah, Eliza uh, said, oh, I think you guys will be a good match because you both want to build a family. You guys have a similar relationship with Judaism. You guys are flexodox. And so that's why Eliza felt they were a good fit. And they do. They start bonding right away over growing up Orthodox but now becoming more yes. reform. Ophir has family in Israel and she travels there a lot, which is great because we know that Noah has a son in Israel and he spent six years in the army. Yeah. And so they're bonding over that. And when Ophir finds out that Noah has a son and, and traveled there recently for his bar mitzvah, she seemed cool with it. Yeah, she's like, I want to have a, I want to have a lot of kids. Noah wants to have more family members. I'm happy to have a blended family. Yeah, the only thing that struck me, and I don't know that she even picked up on it, or there was anything to pick up on, was Ophir asked Noah, "Why did you split up with your wife?" And he goes, "Oh, we were too similar." We're both very strong-headed. Yeah. Which, which is basically telling Ophir that, oh, I hope you're weak. Like, I hope you're a pushover because I, I need someone who's not like me. I need someone who's not strong-willed. Yeah. I also, okay, it's going to, I don't see him as being strong-headed, but also they broke out at, when they were 23. I feel like at 23, you don't really know yourself. And they right. got married very fast, had a kid immediately. And I just feel like they were two young kids in a way or like, fresh adults who are trying to navigate having a family, him being in the army. And I just feel like they just didn't get along on that level. I feel like there's a difference between strong headed and stubborn. Yeah. And I feel like when you're that young, that's more stubborn. Oh yeah. Here's I do what I want to do. It's like, well, that's not necessarily strong headed. Yeah. Um, so maybe that is, was really the issue then. Yeah. And, and now he's, I think he could be strong-headed. We haven't seen any examples of it. True. To me, he more seems like a more of a mellow guy, more yeah. of like a go with a flow dude. Yeah. But who, yes, we don't know that. I just feel like if he is going to keep dating, he needs to work on the story why they split up. Because, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, sound, that sounded a little like, uh. Yeah, I think if you were just to say, well, we got married so young. Yeah. You know, we didn't really know who we were. We grew apart. That is yeah. very believable. But and I feel oh, like we're that's too what he said before. We're too similar. We're too strong-headed. And yeah. yeah. But he's been divorced for 11 years, so it's nothing fresh. He's definitely ready to move on. Again, it's just the child. It's You're always going to be forever connected to your ex-wife. Any woman who comes into the picture is going to have to somewhat play nice and deal with the fact that my, my man is talking to another woman and that's going to have to be okay. But I think the fact that it's been 11 years. I was since just going to say, 11 years, helps. she lives in Israel. I feel like that'll be fine. Especially for let's say, someone like Ophir who loves going to Israel. She goes there often. She has family there. And I feel like if these two make it work, I don't think the ex-wife is going to be a problem. No, no. And, and let's see because Ophir tells the camera, I find Noah sweet. I think there's potential for a blended yeah. family. And Noah thinks they match up super well yeah. too. So, all right. Mazel. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. That's the end of this episode. Yeah. Episode six. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. You can join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash MarriedToReality. We got Love in Paradise over there. Also, just follow along wherever you're listening. Yeah. So we drop these episodes. We do these bonuses, the, the regular episodes. You don't want to miss a thing. 
You won't if you follow the podcast. So look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it is hot. Is Nakisha riding motorcycle because that was super cool. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is that? Yeah, oh. who's this badass? Nakisha. Motorcycles scare me. Me too. Because I feel like it's so so not stable. When I see when I see a bunch of these guys on the highway, I'm like, damn, like if let's say there was a tiny, tiny issue, you're gonna be flying in the middle of all the all the cars. I don't know. Yeah. Just looking at it, I hate when there is a motorcycle behind me on the highway. Yeah. Freaking hate it. Well, that's not you being scared of riding a motorcycle. That's you being scared of being surrounded by motorcycles. Yeah, but the idea of me being on one is equally scary. We saw a bad motorcycle accident. Oh my gosh, the guy was dead, and I saw the body, uh, and it was like broken in half. That's forever changed my opinion on motorcycles. Just to be honest, the guy was wrapped around a palm tree. Yeah. When I was a kid, I I was researching them. I wanted one. No. 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 There's other ways to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, Also, yeah, follow us. Instagram, Patreon. If you haven't left the review, please do. We love the love. All right. We love the love. That is it. Stay safe out there, folks. Especially Stay safe. Drive safe. If you, are, if you a have a motorcycle, wear a helmet. I was just going to say that. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. I've said it all. You've said it all. Oh. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.